So it's spring and Batavia and I have a lot going on in our gardens and we're going to tell you all about it today. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. And this podcast is a companion podcast to the upcoming documentary, Backyard Gardens, a documentary about two families growing food for the first time in a world that lacks nutrition. Go ahead, start. <laughs> No, you start. No, I'll start. No, you no, start. You start. <laughs> Spring you is here. Spring is here. <laughs> All right, guys and gals. So this is one of our update videos. Videos? Podcast. No. no. Podcast. Wrong platform, sister. Sorry. <laughs> it happens. So many updates. So little time. So we're starting once so what's again. Going- <laughs> yeah, we are. We're just going to keep doing intros over and over, over today. And over Yeah. No, there's a... It's... um. I guess your your last frost date has officially passed, right? It has. So it was last Saturday, um, and I have been looking at the 10-day forecast approaching it, and I've been looking at, like, there's a whole 14-day forecast. Who knew? Um, and I've been monitoring temperatures to see if, you know, the farmer's almanac was true in their prediction. And by Were temperature... They? Yeah, like going forward to whatever, 14 days, like almost to the end of um, April, there's no expected temps below 32, but there's an asterisk. So I have been checking through a different app, the real feel, right? And the low is going to dip down to 30 over the next week or so, a couple of times. So um, you can take that for So you're going to get a light freeze. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's fine. That's spring vegetables. You know what I mean? Sure. They can lettuce can take that. Yeah. If I had planted lettuce, it'd be <clears throat> wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Um, yeah. Well, that's a different story yeah. we won't get in today. But <laughs> <laughs> now for me, um, I've been repairing my mistakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a bit. But um, as everybody knows, well, if you don't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. We give out shout outs on this episode and updates. And basically, this is just you listening in on Batavia and I's phone conversation, essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that as a descriptor. That, yeah. Let's put that in the description for the episode. Like, <laughs> okay. Ease drop a phone on conversation, our conversation with Batavia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Be a, a million listens if you put eavesdrop on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, it's been um, it's been great. Everybody, we have a lot of people following us now and listening, and I, I'm personally thankful for it. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to the most listened states in um, North America. And it looks like, well, what do you know? It's North Carolina. Oh, I thought it was going to be Illinois. I was ready. <laughs> nope. Nope. And I didn't listen to any of them, so thank you, North Which Carolina. Ben I'll take it. Ben never does, for the record. He never listens after we've recorded it. I guess he remembers what we talk about. Me, on the other hand, I don't so much, so I actually listen to every episode. Um, so yeah, yeah. So I'm not listening from North Carolina. I have to talk to the folks in Chicago and Illinois in general. Step it up. 
And a close second actually is New York behind one, which our hearts go out to you in New York um, through all the COVID stuff. So um, that's, that's cool that you guys are taking time to listen and further yourself in this journey. Mm -hmm. And then uh, across the world, it looks like India. Which is different from our last update when it came. Yeah. Last time was Europe. So yeah, that's pretty cool. That, so. It's kind of freaky when you kind of think about, mm. you know, you start talking to folks like your neighbors about gardening. Maybe you, you bore the people you work with and then you kind of look yeah. across the years and, you know, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do this part first, so I'm going to try to bring myself back down here. Um, oh, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. I just wanted to go ahead and get out of the way, actually, because I'll forget. Yeah. As, as soon as we start talking, I totally forget. Um but yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's cool. It's always interesting to me to see how throughout the world people are listening and stuff like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's fascinating. It's super cool that <clears throat> something as, you know, kind of basic and like gardening, we talk about it, right? Like while there are new methods that have been incorporated into gardening, it's still the basic principle that has been around for not hundreds, but thousands of years. Um, and that, you know, you fold in technology and, and just look at the reach, you know. It's just super cool. Man. Yeah, it is cool. Don't you give away any more of the uh, podcast topics for the future now. That's not fair. God, they're just spilling out of me. I can't even help myself. They are. You just spill them constantly. Spoiler alert, everybody. Add that to the description as well, Yeah. Yeah. And um, Batavia and I actually got a really good comment the other day. Um, I'm not going to divulge the individual's name because her profile is private, um, even though she said I could. Uh, but she was really nice. And, you know, a lot of people have been reaching out with questions and stuff like that. And I'm happy to help everybody. But um, I, I want to thank you. Um, you know who you are because I told you I was going to talk about you. So um, thank you very much. And, you know, if you guys... I. I know everybody always says, leave a review on iTunes. It'll help us out. I don't care about that. Just yeah. let us know if you like us. Yeah. You know, you can message us privately. If you don't like us, just don't tell us. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. We'd prefer just to assume that everyone likes us. It's crazy. And I, I was thinking that, um, like, oh, please don't read it. Please don't read it. Because my eyes are welling up, right? So for the yeah. listener, thank you. And Ben uh, shared with me, you know, the the feedback. And it's interesting because it was just that morning you and I were talking about, you know, kind of how the different platforms interact and how in podcast world, you know, it, it appears that you don't receive as much feedback, right? Yeah. Um, and maybe starting out, maybe it's that way. Um, and we were just kind of going through, like, we feel like we're covering the right things. We feel like, you know, we're being genuine and organic. And, you know, we just hope we're reaching people. And, um, you know, listens are one thing to be able to track who's listening, you know. So that obviously is one um, component where we know that at least someone pushed a button that says start, you know, start podcast, right. but actually hear some feedback, which was just so heartwarming and genuine. And, um, yeah, so I'm not going to cry. That's not what's going to happen here. Thank you. That's and why let's I was move on, please. And thank you. <laughs> well, I just want to say I was going to read it out loud. Um, and surprise you, but I didn't want to make you cry cause it's still early in our relationship. Yeah, so. listen. It Girls might happen in the future. Yeah. Let's, yeah. I'm literally yeah, yeah. like tearing up now. All right. Okay. So let's talk <laughs> anyways, about the things anyways. that I've killed in the last week. How about that? Let's just transition. 
Ooh, please do. <laughs> well, um, so we're just, again, this is the second time we've done this update. So I don't even know if there needs to be a format, but if there does, we'll figure it out. So I'm just going to go There's off no the format. top of my head. Yeah. Um, so I am still primarily growing things in my grow room, um, which stay tuned for those that want to hop over to, to YouTube for my Be Better Garden channel, because I'm going to do a grow room tour because at some point I'm going to be moving stuff outside. So I want to share with you guys kind of how I've set everything up. But anywho, things are still growing. Things are looking good. The biggest winner uh, when it comes to growth and like, you know, overall health is eggplants, which is the funniest thing because i started a bunch of eggplants. It's not my favorite veggie, you know, but that was the one that said start eight to 12 weeks. So I got them in the, the pots and uh, they're kicking butt, man. Um, but what's pretty plants cool- are so easy to grow. Yeah. Well, even from seed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, they seem like they'd be daunting, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. They just seem very, I don't know. It's, it's just weird. Hardy, Cause I, I look at it's a hardy plant. Yeah. 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 Um, but I think that it may not have been in the last update video or podcast episode, but it definitely was in multiple episodes for the podcast. I'm a kale and collard green killer. Add it to a shirt. That's who I am. So I went through my lessons learned with the original seedlings um, for kale. It seems cabbage is doing okay, but um, I'm actually probably going to abort the seedling kale project and just move on out and get some seeds in the ground at this point, Um, which I was planning on doing like weeks ago, just never got to because I really wanted to follow through on the, um, the kale seedlings. I think I'll start it again, maybe in the summer heading into fall. Um, but now I'm kind of balancing needing space in this grow room, like in our conversations and episodes about the victory garden, about, you know, kind of planting and starting more for other people. Like I took that to heart, man. Like I'm using every (laughs) shelf I have and right now I'm negotiating space with myself. So, yeah, we, um, Okay, so you are in a totally different ballpark than I am. You're talking about successes this time, where last time you didn't. Mm-hmm. And I have to talk about my failures. So I fell shout, 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 shout. Um, so apparently COVID-19 ruined the weatherman, first of all. Mm-hmm. Just totally destroyed the, the, the gentleman or female, whoever it is that does it, uh, for my area. So... I was talking, like, I look out the forecast and I follow and I'm like, okay, 50, 45 is not bad. Every time it got below, it was supposed to go like, let's say 49 was the low. Mm -hmm. It was like 34. Mm -hmm. So where some things would make it, they wouldn't. Um, So I had a lot of stuff get stunned. Yeah. And um, I started my seeds late this year. Um, I remember we were talking. I was like, I'm a little behind, but it'll be okay. Well, it wasn't okay. So... And it wasn't really that it wasn't okay. I just, I felt like there was things that, um, I feel like having the garden this year is more important mm. and I didn't want to take that chance. Yeah. So I had to go out and buy bedding plants for my peppers and my eggplants yeah. to be exact. So. But hold on, back up, rewind. Um, so what I understand about what happened and I did hear this story. So let me just clue the listeners in. So you started your seeds later. I remember us talking about that. And I remember Mm -hmm. a video or a picture maybe that you shared where you were intentionally putting your seedlings out earlier as well. 
Yes. Right? You know? I was trying to cheat the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and um, I mean, you know, if the forecast would have been right, yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah. But, you know, one day it dipped down cold and I was like, oh, two days it dipped down cold. And at the second day, I was like, it was too late. Yeah. You know, they had been outside too long. I was like, damn. And so it was like the day after I got them in the ground, temperature plunged. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, you know, so we had to start over. Yeah. And I mean, they didn't die. But I had read conflicting stuff online about it because um, bell peppers in particular like really warm weather. Mm -hmm. They don't like to get cold. And one thing I read was that they will, um, they'll grow, but they might stun them so they don't fruit. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if it was like, if it was later in the process or how it goes, but I just said, you know what, I'm gonna be, safer and sorry and just take a note for this time yeah and i'm saying so. yeah because i i understand i've not experienced <clears throat> it myself so um but it's you know we, we talked about it just briefly briefly or maybe we text about it i don't remember it doesn't matter um we exchanged some feedback on it and it's do you want to take the risk at this point because it's it would be yeah. a wait and see game ultimately you know yeah i mean you're talking about two months down the road mm-hmm. waiting that's i mean by that time it's too late yeah. to change i mean you could throw something else in there but like i really wanted to have bell peppers yeah. this year well you know what so. i um even with the starting seeds for the first time again this year and i'll keep on saying it because i want to at some point say at a girl look the first time and look at all that you've started you know um, sans the kale and the collars, clearly. But um, I actually, in my mind, kind of worked through that plan. If this doesn't go as well as I thought, because obviously I still have hurdles to cross, right? So getting them from the grill room to hardening off to the ground, right? Um, so I said to myself, if I needed to supplement in some transplants I purchased from the stores, I'll do that. My garden may be a little yeah. bit smaller than I, I'm essentially planning if I need to do that for multiple plants. But, you know, every good gardener has a plan B. Just make that up. Yeah, you got to have a plan. I mean, and the thing is, though, as of, you know, I don't want to be a fear monger, but as of right now, seedlings are the plan B from the store. Mm-hmm. But in a time where that might not be the case, that's where my mind is. Is like, well, yeah. what if next year you can't go out? You know, what if everything just goes crazy? Yeah. Then I need to be better at my timing, essentially, you know. So I have good news. Oh, yeah. There's a good part. <clears throat> I went online and I Googled for my area because I'm also going to um, usually I do a fall garden, but it's not really strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to really try and make a strong garden this year. And so I went online and I just Googled like, um, in particular, Brussels sprouts is something I want to grow, which is, is hard to grow in my area. Um, but I went and every state has this, it's your extension service. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's what it's called. And a lot of people don't realize this. Well, I went on and I found the extension service and they had a full blown breakdown of when to start your seeds, when to transplant when to start them in the summertime to get them in for the fall and everything for my area. And I said, you know what? That's what I'm going by from now on. Yeah. Why should I second guess what the college and especially for my area, it's an agricultural college. Like why should I question them? You know what I mean? So I'm in the process of transferring all that data over to a notebook. Uh Are you a writer? Are you actually like writing it in a notebook or is this like, I am writing it. No, I'm writing it in a notebook. Ah. Yeah. Going back to yep. the original skill about, sets. Yeah. 
I'm going, I'm big about writing stuff and I mean, I have a whole gardening notebook and I've, I've showed pictures of it online and stuff, but, um, I, I'm real big at it cause there's just something about flipping that page and looking at it and writing on it and stuff like that. Yeah. But you know, those web government websites and I'm, I used to work for the government. So I know are notoriously horrible to find and horrible to use. And this one is not meant to be used on a mobile device at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's just easier. And I don't have to write down everything, but just like the particular crops that I want to grow. Yeah, That's a really good So there's tip. a silver lining. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I don't write. Like, so if we, when we're talking, like when we're going through the um, episodes here or even for my work, I'll write in the moment, but just as an exercise to like help me remember it. So I put mm-hmm. all of my notes really in my phone um, because I'm a wild and crazy millennial or whatever. I'm totally not a millennial, but whatever the generation I was gonna is. Say, after yeah, the I think you're a little past that. Yeah, not even that. Like I I'm think... like three generations from the current generation. But anyway, um, but I keep it in my phone because I'm making notes everywhere. You know, whether yeah. I'm outside, whether I'm downstairs, whether I'm, you know, at a store, whatever have you. Um, the downside is I'm not as organized as I want to be. So I basically have like three versions of like similar notes. But anywho, um, the extension. So there's a bunch of resources. There's under the um, far- Farmer's Almanac, the old Farmer's Almanac, the same place where you would go in and type in your zip code to get your last frost date, first frost date, last frost date, first yeah, first frost. Um, well, first and last. Yeah, th- last that and same first, place yeah. you can actually get get from your zip code um, a, r- a rough draft of like, this is the planting schedule. So same idea, but I have a feeling, and I'm glad you mentioned it, that the extension, local extension, is probably more current, meaning they've made more adjustments. I don't even know when we could say the, I mean, what is the last frost date, first frost date, like within the last 10 years or something? It's like based on some average, you know, something like that. Yeah. It's like magic or something. Um, anywho, so I'm going to check that out. I do like looking up some of that type of information on a computer. So there's, but I'll still take my phone and make the note. Uh, so that's first tip for our updates. Although we weren't planning on counting tips, that counts. Yeah, no tips. Yeah. No, no tip. that's a tip. It's totally a tip. Take it. Own it. Okay. Yeah. It's a tip. I own it. <laughs> it's my tip. That wasn't Batavia's tip, everybody. That was my tip. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually, this um, the new format for this update uh, episode is it's all Ben's tips all the time. So that's tip number one. That's right. We'll look forward to hearing from tip two for you. Um, so you oh did gosh, get the, the transplants. pressure is on. Yeah. <laughs> you got the transplants in the ground. I hadn't heard about that. I did. Okay. So I did, did you pull the other the ones tra- up or are you waiting and seeing? Please wait and see. Please wait and see. Oh. Wow. No, I'm waiting to see on some. No. Okay, okay. So I pulled the ones out of the main bed out and, um, so I talked about my neighbor. She's from Laos mm-hmm. on the podcast before. And um, I got to talk about her for a second. Yeah. So I go over to her house. The other day and it's very hard to understand what she says. Mm-hmm. She's a nice okay. lady. And her husband is from New Jersey. And he's all y'all know. Y'all listening. I got a country accent. I'm from the South. Okay. Mm-hmm. My man is from straight New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And he's loud. And she's quiet and I can't understand them. And I'm over there talking and we're like walking around the garden and she's showing me. And this is how she gardens. Okay. This is her second year gardening. Okay. She got up one morning last year and she said, I want to garden. And she carved out probably a 25 by 10 plot in her yard. Hold on. It gets better. Uh So um, then she goes and she eats food and she pulls the food out of her mouth. She goes, 
There's a seed. I'm going to plant it. That's how she does her garden. She eats the food first and she pulls a seed out. Damn if she doesn't get some damn food out of the garden too. And I'm like, I hear you. So I took the bell peppers over to her because she'll plant anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She doesn't look up. I don't think she really looks up spacings or anything. She just puts the stuff in the ground. And I mean, it's on everywhere on her property. And so I gave them to her and I was like, look, I don't know what the story is. She's like, I'll take them. I want them in my yard. I'll take them. I like bell peppers. I'm like, do it. So, um, and she's got a real cool garden. I hope to show you. I try to get her to be on the movie, but she won't. Um, she's uncomfortable because of her accent. Okay. Okay. And she's like, nobody will understand me. And I was like, it don't matter. I got to pay for subtitles anyway. So I'll just subtitle you and it won't even be hidden. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, okay, uh, I can't pressure her. Yeah. I'll look forward but, to seeing um, some pictures or something of it. So she is a new term scrap gardener. Just made it up. Uh, she's collecting like scraps. And yeah, you can't do that on this episode. This is my tip episode. This is my, this is the second thing I made up, I think. Yeah, I can do what I want to do. If you get to give all the tips, you know. Um, so, um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, though. Scrap gardener, I like it. Yeah, there it is. Um, so, I mean, with the exception of pulling seeds out of her mouth, I mean, I'm not so down with that. But I, I, re- I really like her style. Like, it's no fear gardening. Just made that up, too. Hashtag Dude, no yeah. fear gardening. I really like that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's um a combination of surfing and gardening, which is right in my world. Yeah, so I'll take it. There it is. Um, but but yeah, I mean, well, let us know later this season how those pepper plants do in her garden. Um, yeah. Well, I've got some in my garden still. I didn't pull um in my side big plot. Mm-hmm. I just left. I had two over there. I think I just left them there. Yeah. And um, my guess is you but, you didn't leave all of them because I mean we're talking about space, right? That's you know it's prime real estate. Yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the my four beds that I have, they're prime real estate, mm-hmm. and um, I just, I didn't want to take the chance, but now I will say this, um, coronavirus mm-hmm. and um, gardening centers are in cahoots, because there are no six-pack of vegetables anymore. Oh. It's all, you know how it was like six packs of something for four bucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one pot for four bucks now. Well, They've you know like what? They've totally eliminated it. Um, the big box, um, at least by me, the big box stores, and I'm talking like I've traveled, you know, millions of miles. No, I've traveled like 20, 30, 40 miles, you know, from my, maybe not 40. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. I am going to tell the truth. I'm just not going to make up stuff in this episode. Um, up like to 30 every other miles, episode? Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's not uncommon for the vegetable plants and herbs and things to be sold as single plants. Flowers, which I know you're not talking about, but I always look for an opportunity to talk about them. They are definitely sold in the six packs and stuff. Um, so it's been a couple of weeks, I think, but I was out in a garden center and this is where I was like, I was tempted. I had, you know, the garden now, you know, elf on my shoulder, like buy those transplants, buy those transplants. There were Brussels sprouts. There were, um, so more than just the herbs I had seen previously, um, there were tomato plants, um, which I, it's a cautionary tale when it comes to, at that point, we'd have been at the beginning of February, February, beginning of April. Um, that's so, crazy to me. Hmm? That's crazy to me. What are they thinking? Well, that's the challenge. Um, the idea is if, if it's in the store, you think it's okay to plant now. You know, and if you take a bunch of precautions, well, yeah, it may be okay, but I'm of the mindset where I need to give this a little bit more time. So if my, 
my whole balance and part of the reason why I was late, which we'll talk about in a second, um, with my seat starting was I had read so many things about um, starting too early and then you're kind of stuck with these, you know, plants that are getting leggy and you can't get them outside and yada, 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 yada. Um, so there wasn't, there wasn't, wasn't a no fear gardening opportunity. Like I, I acted out of fear. So I waited and waited. So I just started coming back around tomato seeds. What's today? Um, I started them like on the, like maybe the third of February, February. Why am I going back to February? Either the third or the 10th. I think they're either like, you know, 10 days old or April. 20 days. No, it sounds like 10 days old. They're only a couple of weeks old. Let's just settle on that. Um, which kind of puts me in line to get things in the ground like late May, early June, which I hope no one's going back to their notes from previous episodes. Remember when I was all like, you know, May 1st, I'm going to be out there planting. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, that that nope. episode didn't come out yet. Oh, good, good. Well, edit so, yeah, that part out. Yeah, that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> Won't happen, but that's okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, with you. A little precursor. <laughs> um. So for sure, things like uh, my tomato plants, back to your pepper plants, um, those things as an update are tomato plants, everything germinated so far. I had a bunch of different varieties. I did, I don't know which episode it was on now, but at some point Ben mentioned early girls to me and I found some early girl seeds. So I started some early girls, but surprisingly enough, that's the only thing that hasn't germinated yet. So everything else, which I have like brand new, yeah, brandy wine, which may be a part of the, I don't know, I don't know. But Brandywine, I have my favorite green zebra that I uh, started. I have um, beefsteak, traditional beefsteak, traditional Roma. And then I think I did a couple of different types of um, cherry tomatoes. And there's one more that's escaping me. Oh, um, tomatillos for salsa verde, which like that's going to be the highlight of this year's garden and this year's harvest. I'm speaking it out. There's going to be salsa for everyone. So anywho, all of those. I'm I'm a Roma tomato fan. Really? Yeah. Like, do you cook canning. with them? It's all, I do everything with them, but it's all about canning for me. Mm, yeah, yeah. That's so. the only reason why I started Roma Tomatoes, because it's it's your less juicy tomato, right? That's the... Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, well. I do know that it's recommended I, for canning, um, and I also know that I'm not a big fan of it, like, for salads, you know, or anything like that. I could do without it, um, but I'm growing it for the purpose of canning. Yeah, I um, you asked me if it's more juicy, and I think there's a misconception about myself out there in the world with what little bit of footprint I have right now. I am not the most technical gardener ever. Um, I just kind of do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can dig it. I don't. Th- yeah, you know, I don't think that far ahead. Like, what what tomato is going to be the juiciest, or you know, the crispiest apple, or something? I don't, I just I plant it, but um. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Completely off subject, not, not at all related to either of our gardens because we're not growing them. I was making an apple pie uh, this just past coming into the weekend and um, I had all Granny Smith apples and I was online looking at something. It could be a recipe for apple pies because, I mean, I don't make them often. It could have been a recipe. We won't say for sure. Um, and there is a recommendation about using different types of apples because this apple is um, it holds together better. And this other apple is just that right blend of bitter. And this other apple is like, you know, the sweetness of a traditional apple. I'm just like, you know what? I have a bowl of Granny Smith apples. That's what's going in this pie. And once I cut Amen, it and put some sister. ice cream on it, no one's going to know the difference, you know? <laughs> no, 
No, I mean, it's crazy, man. People now I will say when I lived in New England, apples were huge up there. Mm-hmm, we would mm-hmm. go pick them every year. Yeah. And um, you can go and um, we go to the apple orchard. And they'd have like, this is where the Macintosh is. And this is where. Um, OK, I never mind. I forgot the rest of the apples. But, you know, there's a bunch of different varieties of apples. And everybody's like, I want, you know, what is the most popular apple? Maybe it was the Macintosh's. But um, everybody would like flock there and my wife and I, and then when my son was born, we would just be like, um, there's nobody over there. So let's just go get four bushels of apples over there. And we would go get like, it didn't matter. You know, I didn't care. I was like, whatever. Cause I'm gonna go ahead and tell you it was better than whatever apple you get out of the store. So I'm not a snob when it comes to that. Yeah. I'm not an apple expert or an expert on anything food related. Um, But what I can say is um, you can absolutely taste the difference in different types of apples, but I, I yeah. had like maybe maybe gala apples in, which is something that I would, had just cut up for lunch today to eat with my lunch. Is it gala or gala? It's a G A L A apple. I know that. Um, so I don't know it? which one it is, but it's. I'm going to go with what I said, um, and. I just didn't want to waste them on the pie. I'm like, you know, next week I'm going to be eating, you know, sandwiches and stuff and I want to have an apple. So there it is. And I knew that I wouldn't, I don't normally just eat Granny Smith apples, like because they're so tart. Um, yeah, that those are the sour ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't touch them. Yeah. I don't eat anything sour. I hate it. I'll hate eat it, them hate in it. like, if I do, <laughs> what is it? Um, a Waldorf salad, like, you know, the uh, pecans or um, walnuts. Waldorf? And, yeah, Waldorf. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, Waldorf. so I'll eat it in a salad every now and again, but I've intentionally bought them for the pr- purpose of a pie. And we've officially gone off the rails and off subject. So let me pull it back. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to go even deeper off subject. <laughs> of course you did. I forgot. I wanted to open up with this and I totally slipped my mind. How dare I've been thinking about it for a week. Um, first of all, I never heard of a Waldorf, Waldorf, however you said it, salad. Sounds good. Um, but I was talking to my son. And he's really into dinosaurs. He's five. He's going to be six soon. And he asked me a question. And I want to know what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. Well, he asked me a simple question, but I'm going to go deeper. And I want to know what everybody else's opinion is listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so he asked me if triceratopses eat tomatoes. And so I looked it up. And there have been tomato seeds found in a triceratops. So, or in their poop or something, I don't Mm -hmm. know. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, all right, let's go back to the Jurassic or Mesozoic era. Pick whichever one you want. How many ever millions of years ago. Do you think that back then there were these huge dinosaurs eating and there was these crazy huge wild plants that we grow now, squash, Mm -hmm. zucchini, tomatoes, potatoes and all that. Do you think that they ate that and it was like that? Well, clearly your son has done the research and there's evidence that they did at least eat tomatoes. Um, but visually, like in your mind, what do you think it was like back then? Well, yeah, I think that as you, so first off, there were no tomato cages, right? You know, so tomatoes are a right. vine. We know that they in particular would have just grown along the ground, you know, in the dirt. Um, and I can imagine as they were kind of trampling along, right, they basically went bent down and ate whatever was there, right? I, I don't know what their this particular dinosaur's senses are, but probably smelled the 
ripeness of tomatoes and, and dug in. So yeah, I actually now have a visual of there probably so was more. There that, probably were more tomatoes uh, smashed <laughs> than right. uh, than eaten. But yeah. Do you think they were Jurassic sized tomatoes and vegetables and stuff like <gasps> oh, that? Oh, you're you're such a weird dude. Um, <laughs> I'm not, I'm I'm gonna say I I didn't think about it, and I'm going to say, um, gosh, how many tomatoes would they have to eat if they were kind of what we know to be regular size? Yeah. I'm a little bit freaked out by it. I'm going to go with a no. And I don't think that they were like, you know, 90 pound, 100 pound tomatoes. But I'm going to say that with like everything, as you go through generations, you know, these things morph. So what we know to be your round size, football size tomato could have been 20 times the size that many years ago. So maybe that's a maybe. We're going to go with a maybe. And then my last thing that to keep us derailed for a split second is let's say that you were living back then and you had a Jurassic sized garden. Imagine the weeds that grew in your Jurassic garden. How crazy would that be? Well, the only issue, <laughs> I can't even believe I'm letting you continue to take me here. And I can't even believe I can't help myself and I'm continuing to answer. So the only issue that we have, there are two things we have as gardeners with weeds are they're unsightly. And Mm -hmm. if we think that if weeds take over, then they're going to orphan the actual plant, right? You know, so, so many weeds, all that water and nutrients from the soil will be sucked up in the weeds instead of whatever veggie plant you have. Uh, But I'm going to go back to say way back then, you know, all things were growing. There was no one there with, um, you know, a lawnmower or no one around like to pull <laughs> those weeds. Like it just all grew. Right. Um, right. So. So, yeah, I'm just thinking like, you know, I'm, I, I'm picturing a rainforest for whatever reason. Yeah. Very Jurassic like. Dude. There you go. That's, gosh, I wish that's you, all I got I for that subject. I wish you did edit these these episodes so you can just take that entire part out because I feel like. The next update, we'll talk about the decline of listeners because I can't even believe <laughs> like that just let me on to a part of you I didn't know. And I'm not so sure if I wanted to know that that's the way your mind works. But there it is. Oh, my mind is cr- my mind is crazy. <laughs> but no, that was a five year old quizzing me on it. And we talked about it for two hours uh-huh. and I couldn't get him to stop. Uh-huh. He's just blah, 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 blah. So... But anyway, I just wanted your opinion That's on that. That's a classic so. kid Anyways. thing. Like, do they, did, you think they ate tomatoes? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, my initial thought was, I have no idea, but I'm going to go out and dig in my garden. Uh-huh. uh-huh. There's no <laughs> so. end to that because if you said yes, then it's the follow-up questions. If you said no, they're the follow-up questions. If you said, I don't know, yeah. like, yeah, you're stuck. Um, but I do want to make a segue Um because last week's episode was an episode um, that focused quite a bit on children and children and gardening and children and eating. So if you haven't listened to it, make sure that you do. It's with Chef, insert name. James Berry. There you go. From Naked Kitchen. So um, I was not a part of the episode and I actually listened to it and enjoyed it as much as I enjoy the ones I listened to between Ben and I. So good job. Yeah, we had a... We had a scheduling difference that day, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, we actually need to take a break for our sponsor. 
This episode is brought to you by Neptune's Harvest Organic Fertilizer. Now this is a fertilizer that I have used in my garden for many years. I like to use a fish seaweed blend, the one with the blue label. In the wintertime, I like to dilute it and add it to my seedlings, and it has the right amount of nitrogen in it to give those leaves that extra push they need so they can grow and collect more light for stronger seedlings. Once I put them in the garden, I do a full strength feeding and they grow faster and especially my spring crops, they have larger leaves to harvest. This year, I want to specifically try the tomato veg formula, the one with the red label. I'm looking to get higher yields and I also want to feed the microbes in my soil to help rebuild it throughout the year. Best of all, it's organic. All throughout history, people have been burying fish heads in their gardens, but thanks to Neptune's Harvest, we don't have to do that anymore. So check them out at neptunesharvest.com. And you can buy it at neptunesharvest.com, your local garden center, and even on Amazon. So check them out and get growing. Right. Yeah, that was um, that was a good episode. Um, he gave a lot of good tips about eating, uh, getting your kids to eat healthy, which is anybody knows is a struggle. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I agree. But my parents back struggled to the with it until program. I was a teenager with me. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard, but you you know, it's something that everybody has to learn, and I feel like you just have to kind of pick your battles when it comes to that, too, you know, what's more important, and everybody has different thought processes on it, but, you know, there are some kids, and I was one of those, I only ate cold hot dogs for two years. Like cooked hot oatmeal. dogs that then went cold, right? No, like cold hot dogs, like not cooked at all. So, um, you know, that's kind of disheartening when your child will only eat like that. So, you know, to be able to get other stuff in there, it was really good. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so he had a bunch of tips and some strategies, understood the struggle. Um, So definitely it's worth a listen. Um, Yeah. Quick housekeeping item. Uh Oh, and we will figure this out as time goes on. So another sign of spring is my neighbors. Remember, I'm in the city. So my neighbors um, are going to have kind of the guys that care for their lawn come and cut grass. Um, So uh, Ben is much more technical, not necessarily with the gardening, but when it comes to all things on the internet. And so he's going to tell me later that absolutely, if if I could hear your voice on the podcast, we could hear the lawnmower in the background. So pardon, guys, if you heard that when you listen to this. Are they cutting now? They were just cutting. It sounds like they're in the back now. So, you know, these little small lots, it's not a lot of grass to cut. So they should be in and out. I'll kill them. Go out there and say, don't you know I'm recording a podcast about gardening and you are ruining my life. Exactly. You are. This is this is like anti garden podcast. They're just cutting grass. That's it. That's all. Well, they have grass. What's their problem having grass? I'm trying to convert. I'm trying to convert. Um, so I, I actually do have another update for myself that's going to um, please Batavia beyond all recognition. I'm so I went excited. out and bought flowers. I'm so excited. I could already, I can tell when you're about to say something that I know about and then when you're about to say something I don't know about. So, all right, go, go, go. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, um, first of all, stay tuned to my Instagram because I'll be posting pictures of all my little plants that I got. La da da da. But, um, yeah, so. I fall mega short on flowers and knowledge. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and call it out, lay it all on the line. Um, Yeah, I know nothing about flowers, but um, my shade garden, as you know, we did a video and my lovely wife was out there weeding it like she does. Mm -hmm. And we go out there and um, spring comes and guess what's back? The weeds. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And I'm like, you know, 
I'm like, I gotta figure something out. So I was walking. I went to Lowe's the other day, and we've only been out of the house like three times in the past month. Mm-hmm. And they had a line to get in. They were like letting people in one at a time. Mm-hmm. And so I went up there, and I was like, all right. I'm just gonna sit here and I was like well hell if I'm going in there there ain't nobody in there I'm gonna walk around the garden center and look yeah and I found corals corals I don't know c-o-r-e-l-s maybe they're not technically flowers but they are really pretty like leaf things mm-hmm. they're like purple with a green edge around them yeah. um, basically match my personality I think so <laughs> And you could buy a nine pack of them, and they mound and they spread a uh-huh, lot. Uh-huh. They're perennials. So we got that. They're perennials. No. Oh, okay. They're not. But I'll get into that mm-hmm. because rule number one for me is I don't do annuals. I don't do annuals. Okay. So actually, I'll just jump straight to it. So what I did is I bought a nine pack. One of them broke, and the whole top of the plant fell off. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stick it in some water and see if I can get it to root. Mm-hmm. And if it does. Then I'm going to clip them all in the fall and I'm going to root them all winter and then I'll just do it that way. Um, but I also got some purple shamrock thing mm-hmm. and I got some impatient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they were a dollar for 12. Yeah. They were like on super deep discounts. So I was like, whatever. I'll They're get them. discounting flowers and, already um, out there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we got those and I also got, no, and then I was digging around and I found another kind of hosta that I didn't know, so I moved it. Yeah. Yep. And then actually, um, somebody you follow on Instagram, I believe, I don't want to say their name because I don't want to call the wrong person out, but she actually, I didn't know that, it, I, I had an idea that it was a hosta, but I didn't know. Uh-huh. So I was like, looked it up and I was like, I got no clue, but I had an idea. Well, then the next day, guess what she posts? Oh, interesting. She posted a picture of the exact same thing. Yeah. And I was like, hey, uh-huh. thanks for posting. <laughs> I needed to know this. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not my wheelhouse. Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. But um, There's so many varieties yeah, and then, of even the same kind of, you know, base flower or base plant. Yeah. Well, they look so different, too. The mm-hmm. leaves just look so But it still had that same structure, mm-hmm. you know. So I had an idea. But, um, yeah, so we did that the other day. And I... Um, I, I I got some sage to put into my mm-hmm. um, my garden, my herb garden. Yeah. So, you know, well, I have that one piece of side of my porch where I'm like, this is where all my herbs are going to mm-hmm. go. So I've decided now that there's flowers there now, but what flowers are there are going to just stay there. And then everything else, so that's just going to be like a permanent herb garden from now on. And we're just going to keep adding, you know, whatever perennial herbs we can mm-hmm. get and stuff like that and, and do that. But, um, yeah, so we, we definitely went down on something other than vegetables, which is not like me, but I think it'll be worth it. I am uber excited. Um, a little bit jealous that y'all have the choice of so many different flowers so early. Um, so two notes, and then I want to get to my update. Um I, for years, bought annuals because, you know, it's kind of that immediate satisfaction and they are always much cheaper than most perennials. And I would kind of, you know, if Ben had a tip about flowers, it would be this. If you're you're conscious about cost, you do want a full garden, do a blend of buying annuals. Um, And if you're in a climate where they come back, great. But for mine, 
almost all annuals die and they're dead, right? Um, but I slowly bought perennials, you know, over the years to fill out my garden space. And I'm still working on that now. Um, and then the annuals I purchased almost become like a, it supplements the garden area. So um, good job. I did see one of those purple flowers. It was at a distance, so I couldn't see exactly what it was. Um, but it's such a pretty no, that's color. Not, that's not it? That's it's not. One? No, that's not it. That's uh-huh. an old one that I actually bought and I put it in this. Okay. So this tells you how little I know about flowers. <laughs> it said part sun, part shade. Well, you know, vegetables are just all sun. Yeah. Yeah. So I put it, I'm like, oh, it gets, it gets some shade. I'll put it over there. And that bitch looked tired. <laughs> and so after the first year, I was like, man, this ain't right. So I moved it and then boom, it exploded. And then I was like, I don't like it where I put it. Let me move it over uh-huh. here where it got just a little bit. I mean, I'm talking about maybe maybe 30 minutes of sun a day and then it just exploded and that is what you've seen now yeah and i i don't know what i need to um actually for all these garden tours and stuff i feel kind of stupid being like here's my flower but i don't know what it's called i gotta figure (laughs) out what they're called yeah because people want to know and i should know yeah well and if um, you don't by then whenever you start doing it someone will tell you someone will see it and have the eye for it um but quick note and correction um Lettuce can do okay in a little bit of shade. You know, you got to be careful about yeah. all that sun for things like lettuce and such. Um, you know what I like, though? Um, I like that it's pretty clear, as you've talked about flowers with me and here, that you are innately applying your kind of vegetable garden knowledge to the flowers. Like you just talked about moving a plant a couple of times. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would just tap out on that plant and say that flower that uh, looks like it's dead. Right. So even the concept oh, no, that of was digging nine it bucks, up and man. moving it, you know, well done. That was $9. I wouldn't throw $9 on the ground to walk away. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stretch that dollar. I'm going to need a close up. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but before we move on from, um, flowers and stuff, I do want to say that, um, I contacted Batavia yesterday and this is, oh. this will give you an idea of her and flowers <laughs> and I'm doing this for two reasons. So we're writing a show about gardening. That's going to be, um, we're going to produce it and I needed to have some flower pots that were made for, um, the set. And I told Batavia, and I was, or before I called Batavia, I was like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to try and find something designed and I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I watched a video and I watched my all time favorite gardener, P. Allen Smith. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen him, see him. I, don't even say anything else. Just go see him. Turn this episode off and go see him, then come back and listen to us. <laughs> and I'm starting to watch them and I'm like, yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and I'm going to pull in the big guns. And I, I, I texted Batavia and I was like, uh, do you want to make some um, some flower, design some flower pots for me for the show that I'm doing? She's like, what did you write? Does a, a thirsty man want yeah, water yeah, yeah. or something? <laughs> so I was like, let's do this. It's just a formality. So, yeah. If you ask, you know, the answer is heck yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I didn't know. Maybe you didn't want to do it. But, you know, I was like, OK, because I just. I don't know about that stuff, you know, because he was saying the idea was like you want thrillers and spillers. So mm-hmm. you want something to spill over the top and something to thrill in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And I started thinking, I'm like, I don't know what a spiller <laughs> is. 
I'm like, my knowledge of Spillers is so limited. Yeah. And like his thrillers, though, which was cool, were like um, Swiss chard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he would use. And like he would use vegetables and stuff. I love the concept of mi- mixing flowers with veggies. And, you know, um, we haven't talked much about you know, the show, but like drama when it comes to that is a big thing when it um, when you, you're kind of sharing flowers and things like you know the impatience is a popular flower it's, it was one of my grandmother's favorites you know but it's just that right like you really have to get into and if you go to watch even any of the hgtv um channels which is my next stop after i do this work with ben um you see a lot of drama if you will right yeah so um it's it's to taste though so some people don't like kind of things feeling like they're spilling over because it's that it feels like it's messy but I love it, you know? <laughs> oh, no, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So. No, I mean, it's. I feel like it's a classic way of gardening, of flower gardening, maybe. But to know. me, it feels like it's new. Yeah, you know, I don't I feel know. like it's like I, a new thing. I mean, I think like when it's, you talk about kind of botanical gardens and you talk about like big garden uh, beds, like, yeah, you do see the mixture, right? But when you talk about flower pots... Like when I think about growing up, the flowers I would see in the neighborhood, it would be all of like one type of flower in a pot, you know. So maybe right. that may just be a Midwest thing. It may be a thing that was in my neighborhood. It may have been my grandmother's thing. Um, but it well, was, it was definitely, a North Carolina thing too. Yeah, a less is more approach. And I'm like more, 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 more. That's my style when it comes to flowers. So right. So yeah. All right. So. What's up with you? What else is up with yours? I just wanted to tease that little show thing and not give you a kudos for wanting to design it. Oh, but, thank um, you. I appreciate um, being the big gun that you called. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know anybody else to call. <laughs> I do, but I don't know anybody else that I trust to call. I accept this award by default. <laughs> so my update, potatoes, two versions of potatoes. And I, every time I say the word potatoes, I, I start to say, I think I'm late. When it comes to this, and I'm going to try to remove that from my language here, because at this point, it doesn't matter. I'm going full steam ahead. Um, so I have sweet potatoes. And then separately, I have three types of, you know, kind of white potatoes. So I have a regular russet a set of potatoes, seed potatoes. I have um, a red. I can't think of the actual name of it, but it's your red skin potato. And then I have kind of your um your Yukon gold, right? So the russet I had bought uh, this is kind of a part of our oh, I'm going to actually spill this. The russet potatoes I bought, let me just say that cuz it's actually it's another episode that we plan on filming that's tied to that. So I'm not going to give any more details. So I had those already and they started to I'm going to say this I very I have no carefully. idea what you're talking about filming something. Filming, you know, whatever. I'm using terms interchangeably. Um we're actually Oh, I never mind. I- I remember. Yeah. Okay. So um, the russet potatoes have started to chit, C-H-I-T. The spuds have come out of them for planting purposes. I swear I thought you said it was starting to I know. That's why I was saying it very, very, (laughs) trying to say it very crisply. Um, Terrible, terrible you. And the other potato, so part of this was, we were talking recently, and when we were talking about it, who knows at this stage, but um, I had been waiting for the company to send me the seed potatoes. And this is one of the many seed companies that have basically said, starting off with, we're um, so, so 
thankful but overwhelmed with the number of seed orders we're receiving. This has been the story for like the last three weeks. We're trying to get to all the orders. Um, and my seed potatoes, the red skin and the Yukon were set to ship on or around April 15th. Given, you know, think about my area, think about our last frost date, you know, when it's going to be reasonable to plant them, yada, yada, yada. Um, and so I was unsure whether or not I was going to get the shipment. So I did receive the shipment, um, but they are still at the point where they haven't gone through the process of creating the spuds, which is also known as <laughs> shitting. All I can think about when people say spuds is Spud McKenzie, and yes, you know, I just dated myself. But you're, you know, you're you're little, you're a little bit silly today. It's okay, but you're a little bit silly. Uh-huh. Hey, I've been cooped up in the house for a month. Yeah, what can I true. say? Um, so, anywho, I got those shipped. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, now <laughs> I've, I've crossed over, right? Um, and I have to go through the process now of kind of getting the prep for the, guard, uh, the garden. Um, so, the update for a later episode is going to be container growing for potatoes. Second piece though, um, and by the time this airs, this will be on my Instagram. I just recorded like a 15 second video, um, which is almost impossible for me to do, which means it's really like 22 seconds or something. It damn sure enough is. (laughs) So um, I have been sprouting is the word I was looking for earlier. The sweet potatoes. And I've been watching them in water and I have one all-star. So tune in for, for that. One's shining out so, over the others. So for everybody listening, when you are starting your sweet potatoes, will you please say what you're trying to make? Oh, so I'm trying to create the sweet potato vine, right? So I'm not, I am not. No, it's not, the vine? not that term, not oh. that term. Which term? Slip. Oh yeah, the slip. That's the term. Yeah. So the sweet potato slip that I'm going to ultimately plant that will create the sweet potatoes that are underneath the soil when I plant them. So um, right. They wait, have... wait, wait. Time out. Oh. Time out. Because you can just tell I them what talk you about want, to, this. want to know. Like you can do that. I want to talk. I want to talk about this right now because your concept of it's not necessary or no okay. negative, negative. I want clarification mm-hmm. for the people of all over the world listening and in the country. And we talk about sweet potatoes because I want to grow sweet potatoes as well. And I was going to buy slips um, and I did not get slips before all this went down. And guess what? I can't get slips. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, I lost my train of thought in that, but that's OK. Oh, no, I didn't. So when you get your slips, are you going to cut your slips off and root them? Or are you going to take your potato that has the slips growing out of it and stick it in the ground? My plan was to cut the slips off and root them. But remember, on my other shoulder is because I saw a bunch of videos that said do that. Remember, first year growing potatoes. Stop making it difficult for me, Ben. Right? No, just inquiring minds want to know, my friend. So that's what I see a bunch of gardeners do. Gardeners that I don't know personally, but I trust in their sweet potato growing ability. However... Um, when I look at the timing that I have left and I, since I haven't done it, although I have seen some kind of rough timelines, like these people are going through this process for like six or eight weeks before they get them out into the, Mm -hmm. you know, into the planting area. And, you know, I feel like I'll be in a position weather wise to plant these much sooner. So I don't know at this stage, the initial goal was to cut the slips off, root them separately and then plant them. Um, but this may be a kind of roll out with the whole potato kind of situation. So, 
Yeah, I don't really, and I have no insight on this for you. Um, I got, so the first year, I, I've grown potatoes two years now. Mm-hmm. The first year I got um, like a six pack of potato. I guess they were considered slips, but I call them seedlings. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I called them seedlings in front of somebody, they laughed at me. So uh, screw you mm-hmm. because I, I didn't listening. know the exact term. Yeah, I hope you're listening to this fool. Um, <laughs> but then the next year I ordered slips. So the first year I got a whole bunch of potatoes mm-hmm. and I was told not to get those because they don't. They're not very productive. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next year I got slips and they were not very productive, but the what I call seedlings, which I don't know what they are, were very productive. So this year I have potatoes left over from my garden from last year that I'm trying to root now because as a last ditch effort, I was like, oh crap, mm-hmm. I have to start something. But I'm still, it's still too early to put them in the ground because it has to be real warm to get mm-hmm. sweet potatoes in the ground. Yeah. Real warm and so I'm sorry when we talk about the timing, I'm trying to judge between like I believe by June ish, June first ish, this weather for kind of the heat loving veggies, it's going to be their time, and so that puts us like we're less than a month and a half away from that, right? So just barely over a month, um, and then I'm also kind of fighting time on the other end, you know. So some of these, you know could take up to a hundred days to really kind of produce. So if I get something in, in the ground, if you say, you know, first, second week of June, I could be, what's that June, July, August. Um, I should be okay. It feels like I should be okay at some point harvesting in September. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. Cause you know, October for me gets kind of sketchy when it comes to that weather going cold. Well, here, I'm about to drop some sweet potato knowledge on you right now. Here's a sweet potato um, tip. Although you just said you didn't know about all of sweet no, potato No, I know things, about this right? part. Okay, good. Lay it I on. know about this part. Mm-hmm. So first of all, what kind of sweet potatoes did you get? It's the one that's in the box that I got from Home Depot. But, but what I mean, what's the, the, the um, what's the word? Cultivar? Cultivar? Mm-hmm. Is it the, the species? Um, what is it? Jewel? Like, you know, are you talk, talking about that? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. There, I actually looked at the package, and I too is similar it Beauregard? to the, hmm? Is it Beauregard? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, e- either way, it doesn't matter. So, well, it does matter, but whatever. You got them at your local store. I did. Okay, so you're probably good if you got them from your local store. Even though, even though like Lowe's and Home Depot and all that, they're kind of like iffy yeah. if they're the right ones. Yeah. But um, so what you have to do when you get them out of the ground? You have to cure them when it's like 90 degrees. Oh. Yeah. In the shade. So that's the trick behind sweet potatoes is you have to be able to cure them. So they need to come out when there's still time to get them in that heat and you cure them for like a week. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to push that back into my head because I'm like so many months away from that. I don't want to be Do discouraged I mean, at this point, you know. So just do it, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing I you, can do about when is it going to, if it's still going to be 90 degrees when, you know, it's not going to, I can't rewind time now. So I'm going to put a note in my phone. Cause that's where I write my notes. And I'm going to put a calendar note around August to say, is it time? 90 degrees, sweet potatoes. Or you'll remind <laughs> me when we get there. That's one of the tricky I'll things forget. though. That's one of the things about gardening, yeah. like all of these little facets, right? Um, well, that's why I think it's important to, uh Oh, can you smell that? 
Mm-mm. Is that freshly it's cut tip. grass? It's a freshly cut tip that's just about to be dropped. <gasps> Are we tracking? No. Who's tracking? We we need a production assistant here. Who's tracking? The Either tips? somebody in North Carolina or somebody in India this week is tracking it. So <laughs> that's your um, responsibility. No, yeah. but that's you know, and this is just a personal tip. But that's why I grow mostly the same kinds of stuff because mm-hmm. then I get to learn mm-hmm. the habits of them. You know, instead of being like, oh, well, this year I'm going to grow this and this year I'm going to grow that and I'm going to try something new. It's like and some people I know of people that totally wipe their garden at the end of the year and they start with all new, like different vegetables every year. And I don't know how, you know, I mean, look at how it is with a potato. Mm -hmm. It's confusing, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're like, okay, I know. So it's like, I mean, a different species of like, um tomato or something's not a big deal but if you're like you had a whole tomato garden one year and then the next year it's gonna have an entire carrot garden Mm -hmm. that's two totally different plantings you know that's a huge tip yeah well done that it didn't feel like it was that big when it was coming out yeah that kind of that that makes up for that kind of the earlier womp 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 tips that i just kind of gave you a little credit for it now <laughs> no that's a really huge tip i don't know if i've you know you, you know you kind of know things some things you don't some things you do um but that really rings true with me especially as we kind of talk to newer gardeners um you know i say things like you know we say things like maybe start off small which is why your neighbor and the size of her garden surprised me uh, we say things like you know these are simple uh veggies to start off with i know you're a big fan of starting off with an herb garden you know and a part of that is not overwhelming yourself a part of that is also to help you learn how to care for how to grow that thing and sometimes it takes multiple seasons so when we say things like um, like this is my, I don't know guys, if it's my third or fourth year at this point, trying to go grow carrots, however many years it's been, it's, I still haven't learned enough to say I'm successfully growing carrots. So for me, I'm going to keep at it. Um, but if I'm yeah. just tossing the things I've tried to grow previously and folding in some new ones, you know, I only have a couple of at bats for these things, unless I'm trying it. Like the repetitiveness of some of these plants that we're growing is knowledge, right? So yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. I have another tip. <laughs> now you're showing off. Listen, hold on. No, you have no, an opportunity no. of going out on a high here for tips, right? Are you willing to no, take no, this no, chance? No. <laughs> I got this one from um, my man P. Allen himself. Ah, okay, okay. So, yeah. So it, it's legit. I'm going to go ahead and just say it's legit. But he says, apparently, um, if you want your herbs to be have more flavor, mm-hmm. to starve them. Don't fertilize them. Oh. And make them suffer when it comes to, like basically abuse them almost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it makes them create more essential oils that brings the flavor. There's you a know part how I know of that's a good tip. Yeah, well, you know if how I know that's a good tip because you went like this. Well, she covered her face and stared right at me. Yeah, so there is. If you hadn't said who, then I'd be like. So now you're just like, you know, reading fortune cookies and giving tips, you know? No. See, that's why I have to, I cite my sources. Uh Uh-huh. So my default is, you know, when I hear most things, I'll go and, you know, do a couple of Google searches because that validates everything. Um, But I really don't want to look this up. I want to believe it because I love this idea, right? Like that's also feeds into kind of nature taking care of itself, right? No, that's also the reason why I say herbs are the best thing to start with. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can abuse them, and you're supposed to. I still have not um, come 
to the point where I can sign on to herbs are the best. A hundred percent. We've been, t- you've told me this multiple times. We've talked about this multiple times. I'm going to keep telling you every episode from here on out. I'm going to say it to Batavia until she believes it. Well, that will be a part of our new template then for the show, because you're going to have to keep on saying it. <laughs> 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 All right. Do you have any, I don't think I have any, um, I have some things that are in the works, if you will. But since we're going to be doing this, you know, a couple of times a month, I'd like to at least be past the point of like my, my whole timing now is the time it took me to kill the kale plants and the collards. Like that's the success range for me. So it's taken me about 10 yeah. to 12 days to kill these plants over and over. Uh, so once I'm starting something, if I can get 10 to 12 days out and it's still looking good, I think it's a viable update. So, yeah, I don't think this is a, um, the episodes for plans. I think these are for what's happened and happening. So, um, I do want to say one thing too, and I'm sorry I forgot about this earlier, but I told the girl that gave me that really nice comment earlier, um, I would tell her how I started my very first garden briefly. Um, I said I would do it on the podcast. And the reasoning why is um, they have people that are telling them that they're not going to be able to do it. Mm. And they've both... um, you know, they're lose. they've lost their jobs because of the COVID process and they're worried. And, um, you know, I've had a bunch of people, I mean, it's kind of, it's been a little overwhelming, but I enjoy it asking me about starting their gardens. And, um, this is how I did it. And I, um, that backyard garden book, Mm -hmm. uh, vegetable starter book, Mm -hmm. this is where I got it from. I did not make this up by any means. And it's real simple. I bought bags of soil, and the reason why I say soil is because they said it in the book, but I call it dirt. So I bought big bags of dirt and um, I left the dirt in the bags. Okay. In the bags. And I cut the top of it off mm-hmm. with a knife, but I left the edges on so it would keep the dirt in place. And I put those where I'm going to eventually want my beds to be. And I got a long screwdriver and I jabbed holes in it. So like, you know maybe 15 holes in it so the water wouldn't pull up in it and it'd leak out. And that's where I planted my first garden. So, so wait, if you, you, you punched are, the holes in the bottom that would be on the soil. Yeah. The, the once it was soil. already laying down yeah. and I cut the top uh-huh. off, I punched the holes oh, okay. in with a screwdriver so that the water would drain out. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, I think my first garden cost me, I bought really nice soil, which I didn't have to buy. Um, but I think it cost me like 20 bucks. And I had, I tried to look for a picture of it in my phone. I, I got it. I got to have it somewhere of my first, I'm going to try and get it and post it. Um, but it was my first garden and it's really that simple. So, and you have, a, and it's considered a raised bed. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. easier because there's no weeds to get in it. It's protected somewhat from the grass that grows around it. So, you know, didn't take long, but that's kind of how my first garden started. Yeah. We're here, here for her asking you, um, because I feel like this is not a competition between you and I. No. And um, I am not going to take an opportunity in our next update to try to give tips because you've knocked it out of the park here. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to this again because I wasn't prepared. I didn't. I don't have my notebook, which I'm only going to write down to make I myself don't know, remember. No. That's no, some, no. Don't everybody get excited. No, don't no. That's some good excited. stuff. Like that is. That's the best answer that I've heard to the how do you get started, 
you know, where do I start? It folds into kind of how reasonably priced this could be. I mean, you literally, I mean, you're going to create a dead spot in your grass, but you could dump this into your grass, right? You know, that bag, that's, you can no, sit that's it down. the idea. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole idea is it kills what's underneath mm-hmm. it. So then when you build your bed, you build your frame directly around mm-hmm. those bags and you've got a dead space. And that, so that one garden, that was the only one that I started that way. Yeah. Because I got impatient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No pun to the flowers I just planted. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was so corny. I'm embarrassed. It but, was, um, but I didn't I have weeds. It, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have weeds in that garden. Never mm-hmm. once did I have weeds because it was done appropriately. So, yeah. um, but you know, I I I was gonna put it in a message to her. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna tell everybody yeah. how I did it, and then let them go. And um, you can try it. So, you know, it doesn't have to be a lot of money. Yeah. And that's yeah. the that's my whole gardening stance is cheap, lazy and as effective as possible. That's my whole gardening theory. Right. I'm and taking I feel out like you're loans pretty for my garden it. and you're like, well, no, it's super cool because it is as low tech as possible, you know, and it's not just about, you know, saving the dollar. In this instance, her ask is around that. Um, it's, it's just the, the investment of everything from time. You don't need to buy some container. You don't need to buy wood. You don't, you know, you don't need to dig anything up, right? Like nothing. I am so torn about whether or not, you know how many bags of dirt I have, whether or not I should yes, take I do, one of those. Actually. Yeah. Cause I've shown you pictures, right? I'm torn between taking one of those bags of dirt. I'm searching my mind for a space, a place to put it and just like, I, I want to try it right for my 88th garden. I think, um, super cool, dude. Yeah. Nicely done. So, yeah. And actually I'm going to do that again. Mm. I'm going to, um, I grew mint before and you have to contain mint because it will take over everything. And, um, I'm going to make a no, its own separate bed because I drink mint tea and I make it. Yeah. It's mint. It's a spearmint and peppermint mixed. And I'm going to do the same thing and build a bed around it. And that's how I'm going to do that bed you know when what? I get around to it. What? You may have just walked into a new challenge. Not competition wise, but again, like I'm thinking we're going to cut this part out. We're totally not. Um, but I, I have I'm a not space. Cutting in, anything yeah, out. No, he never does. I have a space <laughs> in mind. It's not the most sightly, but hey, listen, we're talking about necessity here. Um, I think I may do that with because I, I was going to do my mint in a container this year um, just because it was just it ran rampant in one of my beds. Um, but maybe I'll save myself that container space and use it for something else. The mint, when you plant that mint? The mint in my grow room is doing wonderfully, by the way, too. When you plant that mint, mm-hmm. I'll tell you how to make medicine out of it. I'm telling you, man. And it works. Like literally saving it lives works. here. Literally saving lives. Literally yeah. saving lives so you don't crap yourself because mm-hmm. that's what it fixes. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, but, um, these we are don't... unhinged updates. Like, <laughs> out of control. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> we just go off the cuff yeah. on these. Yeah. So, like, well, we do all of them, basically, mm-hmm. but... Um, so we do not have a recipe for everybody this week. Mm. Um, but I've made a decision. I haven't discussed it with you. We're doing these 50% of the time for the foreseeable future. We got to give them a recipe, Batavia. For the update videos? Yeah, we're going to have to give them. I I think you may be uh, right. Um, it's not fair. It seems almost unfair. Unjust it is unfair. Even. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can I commit to like it. I feel like people, 
the people deserve. Mm-hmm. The they people deserve want it. it. They deserve it. They want it. And we it. shall deliver. Yeah. So we're uh we're gonna get back on these um these recipes. And man, it's that's the hardest part of the show. Coming up with a recipe. It's coming up with yeah. a recipe. I think so too. Because <laughs> I I I had my head down just naturally, and then when you brought it up, I'm like, and I bet if we were to provide a recipe this week, it's my week. And it I is. think I'm a little bit sweaty. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> it is your week, actually, but we'll uh, we'll put that off till next week. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate so, it. So, um, yeah. But, um, yeah. So that's what's going on in our garden. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but Tavia's ramping up and I'm managing crisis. Yeah, well. And that's the way it is. So it's part of it. Um, do you have anything you want to tell the good people? Um, check me out. Uh, I am starting a container garden, I believe series on my YouTube channel. Um, you'll hear it at the end, but it's B better B E T T A because I like a little twang garden. Um, I'm starting off with all of the containers I have and what I plan on planting in them. So this is, this is another attempt that I'm making at kind of expanding, uh, my garden and I'm hopeful, really, really hopeful. Um, so, so yeah, check that out. Um, and I am also going to be start starting to talk about my garden plans much more, like literally like what the sketch of the garden looks like. So this is officially my biggest garden ever. Um, so I'm super excited about it. Slightly fearful, like and not the fear in a good way, right? I guess it's anxiousness. Um, so I'm hoping that you guys will continue to listen as I, you know, drone on about it and maybe watch it in a couple of places. So yeah, that's what I got. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. Container gardens fascinate me. They're too hard down here for me, though. Mm-hmm. It's too much work. It's, it's too so hot. Hot where you guys are. Yeah. <clears throat> you ain't lying. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Yeah, um, it should be interesting. So um, I'm going to put myself out there. Um, well, actually, hold on. Let me stop. So what's today's date? Uh, today is the today's 21st. Today's the 21st, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not going to announce the next one because you're actually going to hear it before this one comes out. But then the the next episode that you're going to get is called uh, Everything You Need to Do to Get Your Garden Ready for Spring. And Batavia and I are going to break it down for you. Um, you know, we, we pre-record some things and then these we 100% don't because we want to give you the most up to date. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you were talking about the heat and we are, uh, we have written a full, um, 10 to 13 episode show right now about, um, cooking in the backyard with the backyard gardener. And we're going to be interviewing people and cooking. And it's going to be hotter than fire when we film it. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be some salty food. That's all I got to say, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and it's all going to be for me because I'm bald, uh-huh. like bald, bald, and hair catches sweat. Oh, so, um, yeah, I'm putting myself out there right now. And I do that because I want to be held accountable sure. for it. Um, but that's going to be coming out. And Batavia is going to design... Um, what I think is almost the important, most important part of the set. So other than the garden in the background, well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I mean, some people but, would argue um, that that's important, but you know, yeah. And, um, but, um, yeah. And I just did. So actually I'm going to call you out too right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, I've been waiting on it. Cause I've been saying a lot of stuff and I keep on looking at the dirt out there and I'm just saying it. <laughs> 
No, no, no. Dude. So I just uh, I I put out a video. Um, it's coming out this afternoon. Uh, the top tools in my garden. Oh. So we had talked about doing uh-huh. that video, and Batavia hasn't done it, and I sent everybody to a channel that doesn't have a video. Oh. So well, who knows? By the time this airs. You may be the one that's not so truthful here, because who knows? Well, I can turn Uh-oh. around in, you know, two days. That's the damn truth. Mm-hmm. This girl can produce a video quick. Mm-hmm. I take my time. She's yeah. quick. Well, so, I mean, um, you're focused well, on quality. I'm just focused on, is my hair and my ponytail in the right spot? If that's okay, then everything else, you know, we'll figure it out. Oh, if I didn't have this beard, I would be filming them quick, but I have to get my beard pretty, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, I checked that then. Check out Batavia and I's both where we break down independently our um, tools that we like to use in the garden the most. Will it be what you heard on the podcast or will it not? Who knows? I feel like I had Um, talked myself out of it. And then I feel like I just got dropped right back into it just now. Nicely done. Oh, I pulled you in. Yeah, nicely done. I pulled you in. Challenge accepted. So (laughs) challenge accepted. But um, no, and then just, you know, check us out on our usual places and um you know give neptune harvest some love they have great product and we love them um they're making my my lettuce really produced mm-hmm. right now so um check them out and until next time when you hear us talking about what you need to do to get your garden started for spring we will catch you later be safe guys i hope you enjoyed our conversation today you can find us at backyard gardens the movie on facebook and backyard gardener on Instagram and YouTube is Backyard Gardener where I'm doing videos showing cooking and building gardens and gardening tips, all kinds of good stuff. And you can find Batavia at... You'll find me on Instagram at B underscore Better Garden. And then you'll find me on Facebook, same name. And then I'm also over on YouTube at Be Better Garden. I am sharing hashtag Garden Joy every chance I get. I hope you enjoy. So if you have any questions, hit us up on all of our platforms, anywhere you want, and we will be more than happy to help you with what you can. And again, thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Cut. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in.